Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, sit on your knees, for we've a story to tell you we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I'm Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. We are super happy to be here with you, and thank you for joining us wherever you may be today. Today. Or today. tonight. Today. Tonight. This or morning. Or this morning. Whatever time you may be listening from, from whatever time zone. Buenos dias, buenos tardes. Buenas noches. I don't know. I'm, I'm That's like morning, that. afternoon, and night, I the think. stoppy topicoya. <laughs> I forget yeah. what that means. Something in Russian. Yeah. New Paraski. <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep going with this. Guys, you're gonna have to go we can't. you're gonna have to go watch Hunt for Red October if you want to get any of these that were probably most of you don't know what it is, but the awesome ones do. The awesome ones do. And they're sitting there going, oh, yeah. And if you're extremely awesome, you know, you've, you've watched The Hunt for Red October and drank Big Red with it. Because <laughs> Big Red is the best. Mm-hmm. Jenny ain't going to like this. Cause the best soda. She doesn't like Big Red. It's the best soda, but I like Dr. Pepper. I like to drink it more than I like Big Red, but Big I Red's a like treat. Big Red better. It's a treat. Big Red's a treat. It's a delicacy. Yeah. I mean, if you ate filet mignon all the time. It wouldn't be. Yeah. So filet is still better than... Ribeye. Ribeye, but they're both also better than each other. I'd rather have ribeye, though. Even though the filet is the delicacy. It's the treat. The treat of life. I mean... Not the tree of life. Big Red's better, though, than Dr. Pepper, though. It is, but I still mostly drink Dr. Pepper. Why's that? Yeah. It's weird. I want to keep it. Well, you can't... I want to keep it on its high level. And if I just drank it all day every day, it wouldn't be up there. And I don't want that. I want Big Red to always be forever up at the top. Although, when we were poor, mm-hmm. real poor, yep. and we lived in that back apartment. Of course, poor is a relative term. Oh, it was pretty dang poor. We didn't have a door yeah. on the... There was no on door your, on, the, on your house. On the house. So, yeah. And that wasn't a house. We hung a sheet over it. <laughs> blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty rough. But, you know, That's it, when it you may know. do. And so... But the one thing we did have, 10 three liters of Big Red at a time. But you were a grown man at that point. Yeah, barely. I mean, 19, 20, 20, 21, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably 19. I think it was about 19. Yeah. 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 As as kids, we sure didn't have that much. Big Red. Boy, I could afford that. Waiting some tables at Denny's. That's what happens when you're poor. Yeah. You dream of that when you're a kid. So yeah. then when you're a grown-up, you actually go do it, which is oh, silly. I was still poor, but it was just less poor. But you had the ability to say Well, I had, yeah. I had, it's not like you had to ask Dad for it. No. And I think my rent on the apartment was 175 a month, all God bills paid. Holy all bills paid. Dang. <laughs> uh, they're, they're like, just whatever you got, man. Just whatever yeah. you got. Give us whatever yeah. you got. What, how much you got in your pocket? You got you got eighty nine dollars. Yeah. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah, come come talk to me next week. Eighty nine dollars and a three liter of Big Red. Give us that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't give them up the Big Red. You don't get the Big Red. You have to get your own Big Red. Yeah, use my eighty nine bucks. Big Red instead. Instead. Is the. Is the story. That's how it goes. So, Gabe, you cut out of work today. I played hooky. Yeah. Carrie suggested last night, and it just tickled me just the right way. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and see if I get some permission for that. Little love fest date. 
Tuesday day date. It was a stay home. It Nothing was. says romantic like Tuesday. Well, you got six kids. You don't care what day it is. Hello. If they're gone and you get to sleep yeah. and you get to go to Chewy's for lunch, you don't care what day it is. Tuesday's the most romantic day ever for me right now. I'll and Chewy's. I know Chewy's is y'all's thing. We moved from Saltgrass to Chewy's. Chewy's is where it's at. It feels a little cheaper. I, I, I have right a, now, cheaper's good. Cheaper's good yeah, right that now. Cheaper's good. But it's delicious. And we just clown around, just sit there joking around. I just can't. So, so we're if we're we're definitely a Tex-Mex people here hmm. in, in Amarillo for that the most part. Panhandle. I know some people like that authentic. And, ooh, I can't get on board with that. It's, it's got to be I'm, Tex-Mexy. Uh, I'm predispositioned toward Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Yep. You give me the authentic. It all like, started that's with not Taco good. Bell. That's not very good to me. No, no. I'm going to take a pass too greasy on that. and a lot of corn tortillas. That's boring yeah, to me. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, give me Taco Bell. I need some more seasoning. Yeah, pop some seasoning. I need some more, I don't know. Just Abuelos. The Abuelos, come on. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's way more authentic than Taco Bell. What about Taco Villa? Yeah. Oh, I love Taco Villa. But is that more authentic than Taco Bell? Yeah. It is, isn't it? It is more. Yeah. So it's more boring. Yeah. Sometimes. Some of their stuff. Yeah. But their tortillas are better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> than Taco Bell. So. They are. And, it, and part of it's about the tortilla. Taco Bells fall apart. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. They're kind of thin. Chewy's. I have, the burrito is good. Oh, it's you know what? It's a bad I, conversation for my diet. I meant to bring my leftover Chewies over here to eat before we did this podcast. Oh. Let me tell you what I ate before we did this podcast. A peanut butter Rice Krispie no, treat. No, that does sound really good. My, I wish it was Rice Krispie treats. Rice cake. Rice cake treat. That's a big difference. <laughs> That's a big difference. I'll take peanut butter Rice Krispie treats. That does sound good. Give me that. That does sound good. With some Big Red. Man, we might be on to something. Nope, I had... Instead of this coffee. I did have the rice cakes. So with, you did do that. That's funny. With tuna. That's some tuna. Hey. Yeah. The people who are listening to this go, dude, what yeah, did well, you... Here's the deal. What do you have to do, Henry? When you get the high blood pressure and you get the high cholesterol... Yeah, you'll do what you got to do now. No more peanut butter. Yeah. No more honey on yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the 40s just jump on you and start, start hammering you. They can the hop on your back. So I had, so I had little you know sharp pains in my chest and stuff. I'm like mm-hmm. that doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't seem right. And I thought that might have been from thirty years of smoking. Is this like an out of the chest, the the mouth speaks type of scenario? Yeah, out of the heart, <laughs> out, out, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So, but I just thought it was sore lungs, and then I finally went and talked to a doctor about it. And she said no. You wish, no, you wish, dude. That would be your, your heart, heart working too hard. Your Just ticker. like any other muscle when it works too hard. And so I was like, oh, shoot. So we had to do all these tests. Oh, yeah, blood pressure this and cholesterol that. All things which, look, you can get your act together. Yeah. Get your exercise yeah. rolling right. Do right. You know how you to do it. Eat straight. But I will have my cheat meal, and that will never go away. That's good. That's just the way that is. You know, that's something I've done for you know, I've done all these different diets over the years. You a big cheater? 
on Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night's all right with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What was your favorite cheap spot? Cheap spot? Uh, Abuelos. Abuelos. Or Pescaras. Mm, yeah, they're good. They're oh, the triple meat spaghetti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going on eight minutes of basically talking about food. Yeah, but good week. Good week. You know, the Lord's <laughs> testing us right now. Uh, I say the Lord's testing us. That's where we <laughs> always go, right? Yeah, maybe he is. He has tested. He's. He, I feel regularly tested these days with this economy. And, you know, I want to get out. And I guess this could kind of, I kind of have a, uh, something the Lord put on my heart this week. And I guess it could kind of lead into what we're going to talk about. But I was thinking about I was thinking about, you know, everything that's going on, the economy, how, you know, it really it just seems like almost everybody's running around scared right now. Yeah. Uh, or I, they put on a good show, pretend to not be. But it doesn't seem like too many people are <laughs> yeah. putting on a good show. Yeah, at this show. point, they've thrown, mean, that, just, they've thrown that to the wind. They're like, I'm scared. Well, here's the thing. I was, so I was thinking about it. One, the Bible says the Lord disciplines those he loves. And this could be a podcast down the road. I don't know. But... Hmm. One, the Lord says the, Feels the, like one right the Bible says the Lord disciplines those that he loves. Hmm. Two, the Bible says to be still and know that I am God. And three, nothing happens outside the will of God and for the glory of God. Yeah. Yep. Nothing happens without his permissive will. Amen to that. I love that. And God is God. He's the boss. And so I was thinking about that today. And, and if you think about it, if you take the time to be still. I spent some time being still. And I just want to, I want to encourage our Christian brothers and sisters. It is not the time to sit back and reside in fear. We are not built to do that. The Bible specifically tells us to not be anxious. And I think the, I think if we really get, this is a podcast. For I'm a, I'm a, is this part of the podcast? Or no, we, no, okay, no, no. We'll, we'll lead into this because we are talking about courage under fire today. Yeah. So it kind of, kind of directs that way. But we cannot, we are directed not to be anxious. We are directed to be careful, and Philippians directs us to Philippians 4 to be careful of what we allow into ourselves. Hmm. I believe that's in Philippians 4. Forgive me if I'm wrong. It also tells us not to be anxious, but we're to be careful of what we allow into our input, which I think we generally, especially here in America, are not the most careful to do. Even as Christians, um, and I and I can say for myself, Gabe, you know, Fox News, which I love Fox News, but man, if I watch too much of it, it beats my spirit down. Yeah. But when I, the Bible says to be still and know that I am God, mm-hmm. not me, but that He is God. He's you're quoting <laughs> yes. Yes. the Bible, yeah. Right. <laughs> you, kind of you, you ain't. Yeah. Right. Far <laughs> from it. Not far this. I am child of God. But you're Henry. But I think, Gabe, what I what I noticed this week is the more I shut off outside influences, spent time in prayer and the Word, the more even keel and steady my spirit was. Hmm. The more I begin to understand that it doesn't matter if this government thinks they're running the show. Nah. They are not, absolutely not running this show. No government in this world is running any show. Well, how could they? They're doing what they're doing at the permissive will of God and according to his glory. 
when you have to imagine these people are only been alive for a few decades. Yeah, but they think they are, and we tend to look at them and think they are, even as Christians. They are only being allowed to do what they're doing for the for the for the end game that is God's. Yeah. That is the will of God. So we've got to we've got to lean on that. We've got to rely on that. I'm I, you know thinking about Stephen, and again, this is leading into what we're going to talk about today: courage under fire, having courage under fire. And Stephen's one of the people that I was planning on bringing up, and will bring up. But I mean, you think about when Stephen, the first martyr, is getting ready to be shut down. He's getting ready to be stoned. He's getting he's getting called to the mat, and he's given the opportunity to defend himself. He goes on to preach the gospel. He's not thinking about. What is this government doing to me? What are, what are they going to do to me? How's this going to affect my life? He knows darn well this could mean the end of my life. You know what it is? It's like on that on that movie, The Village. There's a part where Joaquin Phoenix says, you know, somebody asks him, how are you always so calm? And when everybody else is scared. And he said, I always think of this quote. He always He says, I don't think about what will happen just what needs to be done yeah just what must be done right yeah come on as christians <coughs> if we're walking in faith in in god's god's way god's path and in him we're thinking about his end game and could care less about the world's right mm-hmm. who gives a hoot if we're walking in him regularly, which that's a whole nother point, how regularly are you doing it? But if you're walking in him, his end game is the only one you care about and this stuff shouldn't bother you as much as it maybe does. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's get in Gabe a little bit. What do you think what what do you think would be some effects to not walking in with a calm courage? And that and I think that's with a calm I think that's with with a calm and I say calm look there's time for passion everything but like how does with a steady itself? courage walking you know if we're walking if we're to walk like Christ walk look now there were sometimes Christ unleashed on people but it was few and far between he just was very I only knew of one evenly smoke, spoken I mean, he, he, it was when he was dealing with religious leaders that were very legalistic. And he yeah. would put a ton lashing on them. I mean, he'd say some things. He threw the wisdom at them. Yeah. And the truth. He'd pummel them. But very, very steady as he goes. And then even whenever he was getting ready to, to go to the cross, he was praying for their forgiveness. He was patient. I'll throw that. You think about that. He was patient, wasn't he? Yeah. And he, we're called. He never seemed hurried. No. And we're called to be like him. Mm-hmm. We're called to walk as he walked. So if we're walking, if we're walking, and I think it really did, that really did lead into what we're talking about today. Because if you think about it, Gabe, I mean, if you look around right now, man, people are running scared. And and I think I think it's it's easy to do. It's an easy trap to fall into. Again, I did, and that's why I'm having chest pains. So I can speak to this directly. Um, and excuse me if I sound a little nasally. I've got allergies kicking my tail right now, but Sirtec. I'm playing hurt. Sirtec. So, hey, oh, it's in there. Playing hurt. <laughs> it's already in there. It's in there. 
So I'm playing hurt, taking one for the team. But if, you know, I, I think about my chest pains, my this, my that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of that's from not being the most healthy person my whole life. And then, but a big part of it is from the stress. You know, we, we work in a in an industry that's definitely being affected. Yeah. By, by the economy, right? Now. Yeah. By inflation, by rising interest rates, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And if if my focus is not adjusted correctly, if my time, if my free time spent is not spent wisely, guess what happens? You sink. I end up with sharp pains in my chest. <laughs> but it's funny because I w- went and sat down and started playing piano the other day and the chest pains went away. I look at it like a... A dis- is, and it is. It's a distraction from Satan. I've heard it said that Satan, if he if he can't stop you, he'll push you forward too fast, right? I mean, all this, all of everything that that is thrown against us is going to be a distraction, so that we will meditate on anything other than God. And I'm talking about when I say meditate. I wonder what the person who's hearing this thinks I mean. Meditate for about 30 seconds, 30 minutes. What is it? You know, how often do we meditate on God versus how often we meditate on whatever our mind desires to meditate on? Whether it be friendships and hanging out with people or, uh, you know, going to, uh, a vacation, going on a vacation or whatever, whatever a person's mind goes to, how often do we meditate on that stuff versus God? And it, and it, if Satan's having his way with you, the answer to that's going to be not very often. Are you meditating? And then on there are consequences. God, reading the word, praying, right. worshiping. But so, what would and, the consequences be to not walking? So the fruits, the fr- what would yeah, it, what I mean, would it look like if someone's not walking with God? Yeah, just just think, or about that they're it. not what, right. What with 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 not walking with with not having our focuses where they should be, mm-hmm. with not taking the confusion's going to be one for dang sure. Confusion, you're going to not you're not going to be your mind's going to be scattered. I would think. I would know that because I mean, I, let's uh, talk. So let's talk. Right. So let's talk about work, for instance. Uh, I mean, you, if you think about the different aspects of your life that can be affected by it, fear. from start to finish. Let's let's just do this. Let's do a little. Let's do a little drill. From start to finish. Right. You wake up in the morning. Yeah. And I'm going to use you for an example. Okay. Me, I just kick my dog if I'm in a bad mood. He'll you know, be all right. <laughs> He'll still love me and be all right. Poor Mac. Poor Mac. I wouldn't really do that. Hang tight. Calm down, Peter. Calm down. Peter. It's okay, Peter. He's playing. He's just playing. Just back off. Back off. Get your little water guns and go. <laughs> Calm down. Don't shoot me with them. But with, with you wake up. Mm-hmm. You've spent your time, you know, doing whatever. Anything but spending time in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Not anymore. But but whoop, just whoop, as an whoop, example, whoop. come on, so I'm feeling you good. Get up, you get up, and you. I know, but we're. I don't know. Not enough time. I want to get through this drill for okay, it. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Most most of the time, I just don't. I don't get in the word for 
All day. So you wake up and you maybe you're not walking in the spirit mm-hmm. and one of the kids rub you raw. Mm-hmm. Oh, what happens? I correct them. I straighten them out. Well, they get emotional at all. Do you, do Sometimes irritate you, you know, and not that not that it won't, but the point being, yep, yep. it can affect how you talk to that child. It can affect whether yeah, because or not, I'm not remembering that I love them, love them in the love of Christ, right? Only that I love them as a father. I'm gonna make sure you don't do this again. Yeah, I gotta you know. teach you. Yeah, but I'm, but it, yeah, if I'm if I'm not in the Word first thing in the morning, or even which again, I'm gonna say. Thinking about the Lord, walking yeah. the Lord, you know, it can alter. It, it can it affect can how you will. talk to this person, and then, it, then, then, because the peace of the peace of the Lord is on you, the peace that He has everything in control, and the reason that a kid's disobedience bothers any parent is because they are afraid of what it means for their future, for that kid's future. Does this mean he's going to be a little punk when he gets older? He's going to be a jerk. Is he going to be a bad kid and a bully? What does this mean if he's doing this stuff? But right. So. Well, right. But and and to go with that, if you're walking with the Lord in the moment, your focus is: Are you on track with God? Are you on track with God's will for your life and the way He says to do things for your child? That's that's your focus. But if you're if you're not. And you're more on a selfish thing. It's is my child gonna embarrass me? Is my child gonna annoy me? Disgrace you know, are they me. Take, I just need peace first thing in the morning. Blah blah blah. And so you bark at them. Disrespectful. You know, you you bark at them and just it's more the 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 heart behind it is rather than let me teach you. And let me, yeah, sometimes teaching means a butt busting. Sure. But it's all for teaching. It's all to guide them towards the heart of the Lord versus my own heart, which is evil unto death. You know, my own ways. You've aggravated me. So you're going to pay for that. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, you're you're further along your walk. Maybe you don't have that as much. But in general, it, it is very easy to fall into that. Or... Your wife does something to you that that irritates you. Mm-hmm. You boom, you bark at her, or you kind of snipe at her, or make a little witty comment, whatever. Maybe next thing you know, she's affected, mm-hmm. and she's you know now now going about her day. And if she didn't handle her right, and it just starts to it starts to spread from the chaos. Mm-hmm. The chaos starts to spread. Mm-hmm. You go to work. You bring your chaos to work. That's why it's You bring your, your tor- turmoil heart to work. Right. And now you're not blessing the people around you. You're spreading turmoil there. Somebody come in in good mood. Hey, good morning, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. Red October, baby. Red October. Back to Red October. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, good morning. That's why the Bible says, blessed yeah. are the peacemakers, yeah. for they will inherit the earth. But you can't be a peacemaker if you don't walk in peace. Mm-hmm. If well, we don't, if you don't make the conscious decision, I'm going to walk and and to really. I think it's deep, though. I think it's. I mean, the more you meditate and walk with the Lord through prayer, social, you know, with being with the brothers like you and I are right now, and doing all these things, the more your faith is there, 
And the oh, yeah. less your focus is on you, let's just face it. You're running around panicking. Your focus is on you. It, your focus is on you. It's not on and anybody it can, else. And it can it's not completely alter, left unchecked. It can completely, well, it can destroy a life left unchecked, unchecked for too long. But yeah. left unchecked in different areas of our life. I mean, there's some people that do great at home. But they get to work and their work, their job is stressful, so they don't, they don't, they kind of lose track of the fact that oh, I'm I'm to represent the Lord in everything I do. Mm-hmm. I'm to to be about the Lord's business in every area of my life, and so you get to work and oh, you crack a little dirty joke or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and you're not now walking with Christ or vice versa. You are great at work, and then you get home and there's tensions and. Things haven't been good with your spouse for a while, and and you know you just kind of expect it to be bad, mm-hmm. rather than making the decision. I'm I'm going to focus on the Lord all day. I'm going to this and that. The the point being that chaos can spread, or chaos can shrink. It really. Is to, uh, you think about the walking through the valley of the shadow of death and fearing no evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really think about that moment. What would it take? What would it take to walk through a valley of a shadow of death, which we all have our different types, and walk with that assurance? I know we've already talked about fearing no evil on that. Well, look at really, look but, what but David walking did. walking with that assurance. Look at what David did. He he spent, how many books are Psalms? It's 150 or whatever. There's 100, I think it's 150 Psalms, most of them written by David, where he is saying to himself and speaking to God over and over again how great God is. Like, it's almost like he's reminding himself this is who God is. I can trust you, God. I do trust you, God. And you are holy. You are faithful. You're the mountain. You're 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 the everything in my life. You defend me from my enemies, even though they assail me and they come on me and they come to crush me. And I will dance and I will sing and I will praise. I mean, he's spending a lot of time saying this stuff over and over, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, we got to do that. Yeah. It, to be in the Lord means repetition, 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 repetition. You 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 lift weights to repeatedly. You don't do it once a year. Yeah. You lift weights four times a week. You discipline yourself. I mean, you discipline yourself. Otherwise, you will panic. Yeah. And there yeah. will be chaos. Yeah. You have to be disciplined. Destruction and terror. You have to get to to a point that you're disciplined all the time. Hmm. Where yes. you're, and again, this is a this is a this is a process. But I also think, Gabe, that it's a process that that in general we don't choose. I mean, in general, we're we're allowing ourselves to be. And look, I'll, I'll just be real about it. I mean, I, man, I have a thousand and twenty-one movies on iTunes. Uh, yeah, I'm a movie buff. I love yeah. movies. It's never. I'm never going to not love movies. I love it when I open it up and I see ten new movies Boom. on there. I'm like, yeah. oh, what Henry buy? Oh yeah, what I just buy? wait till this goes on. Because Henry lets me use his Apple ID. Yeah, that's it. 
you just got my Apple account shut down because I'm sure all the Apple execs <laughs> listen to this show. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, look, and I and I got to be real about it. I mean, there are times I'm watching something. I'm like, oh, now it's less, and I'm grateful for that. As time goes on, it's less and less. But I'll tell you, Gabe, on the days I shut down most outside influences, if not all, and I spend time reading or I spend time in the Word, or I spend time being silent and focusing on God, thinking about the Lord. You know, we're, we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. I mean, how often do we just take the time to think about, meditate in Scripture? Do we even read Scripture? Mm-hmm. So that we can meditate. To meditate on it, you got to read it first. Repeatedly. Yeah. You got to get it. You got to take the time, sit, whatever that time is. And I, 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 you know, it could be 30 minutes. It could be 15. It could be five. It could be two chapters. It could be five. It could be one. It could be seven. Jenny's doing this seven verse thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what, whatever it is. You, you have to read it to be able to meditate on it, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to spend the day or even just. Because you can't just say, oh, I love God. Yeah. I love God. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Do you even know who He is? Do you? Because if you do, it, it's going to show. If you, if, if you're spending, time. you can't love somebody you don't know who they are. You got to know them, and you do. You got to meditate. You got to praise and worship. You got to read the Word, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, all this stuff. Even down to music, no one, the type of music that you listen to. Let me think about that. You know, it's funny, Gabe. I mean, I grew up a metalhead, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Megadeth, mm. Anthrax, you know. Yep, yep, yep. Whatever, yep. right? These are the things I grew up on. ACDC. Pantera. You know, Pantera. Yeah, Cemetery Gates. Uh, but, um, and my flesh still likes those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how much will. I listen to them? The flesh walks. Zebra. Never. I mean, I just, yep. I, I can't. Know. Because of what it does to my spirit, I just, man, I can't do it. You know what I mainly listen to now? Some country, not Mm -hmm. much. Some. And a lot of, of, of Ludovico and Natty, you know, Helen J. Long. No. What are you talking about? You know, pianists. Oh. (laughs) You know, piano guys. Yeah, no words. You know, just peaceful stuff that, that I can think about the Lord or whatever, it's good for my spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it soothes the soul. Yeah, It helps me to be in a state of mind that, especially for all the chaos that's around me, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're not going to heaven if you listen to, to rock and roll. Right. I mean, I'm not saying right. But I'm saying it ain't good for your spirit. It is choking the spirit. It, it, it chokes now, the spirit, just I like did, somebody who drinks too much. Now, I love me some skillet. They're heavy. And they're Christian. They and love God, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm down for you. Got to find what we is... get a pool table and some skillet, and I will rock your world. <laughs> Dude, makes me want to play pool right now. Maybe it I does. this. I'm saying we go play pool. Yeah, and I beat you. Yeah, not a skillet's playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rock your world. <laughs> rock your face off. <laughs> he does say that. He does say that. That's why I said it. Yeah, perfect, perfect time. Yeah, Cooper rock Stuff podcast. Face. By the way, if y'all, there's a uh, good one. Lead singer of. Of Skillet has a great podcast. John so definitely Cooper. check that out. He's a wild man. Yeah, very smart. 
He don't strike passionate you as, for God. Passionate. He don't strike you as a big stressor and a worrier about the things all the time. No. Well, he he, he actually had an episode where he talked about that. See, and uh, the things that he was going through. It's on his heart. But let me read the scripture, Gabe, in Second Corinthians five, uh, verse sixteen through uh, through twenty. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though once we were rega- once we regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting us, entrusting to us the message of, rec- uh, the message, the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. God making his appeal through us. We implore you, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. If we're in our work environment, if we're in our, again, I go back to the chaos, Gabe. If if we're in, if we opt out of residing and meditating on the Lord and his word. Mm-hmm spending time in the spirit and we opt into the things of the world in an unbalanced way then then we then it's we we what kind of ambassadors are we going to be and when we get up we bark at our kid we bark at our spouse ruin their days now they're off to the races they're barking at this person they're barking at that person or let's say to the contrary is that right? Contrary. Thank you. Contrary to that. <laughs> contrary to that. We get up. Our spouse barks at us. But because we've been in the word. We can respond We walk back. in righteousness. Peace. And peace and love. Kindness. Truth. And help them to get their day back on mm-hmm. track. Mm-hmm. And they run into their unbeliever friend at work. You don't even know that you're reaching somebody because you were walking in righteousness. You helped your spouse your spouse to walk in righteousness. And now she's at work. He's at work. Mm-hmm. You helped your kid to walk in righteousness because of the way you guided them rather than beating them over the head. Yeah. And now they're at school. And now they're leading their little friend in the path of righteousness. You don't know what your option to walk with courage under fire with everything going on around us affects then those around us affects our, our we're called we're called to be ambassadors for Christ God making his appeal through us mm-hmm. and that's such a big deal yeah it's a huge deal and but, a responsibility effect. yeah butterfly effect I mean it's such an opportunity but man use the wrong way. You know, handled poorly. Choose this day who you will serve. If you, you, you're going to choose to do it, if handled poorly, as you say, you're going to either serve Satan and spread the word of him, or you're going to 
do it Jesus' way. Do it God's way. Do it the Holy Spirit's way and spread spread the message and the spirit of him throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it. I'm like, this is a choice. Be convicted. Be be moved. Be moved by the word of God. Be moved by your brother or sister who speaks the truth to you even though you don't want to hear it. And let yourself step in with peace in the midst of the chaos because you've been disciplined because you've been in the word because you've been in prayer yeah and we're not saying this is easy no we're not suggesting this is easy right the bible says the the flesh wages war with the spirit and the spirit wages war the flesh so it's a process but yes but we're talking about walking in peace and i'm not trying to give the formula how to not walk in peace you're yeah. trying to give the formula on how to walk yeah. in peace, even in the chaos. And we're preaching to ourselves partially here. I mean, of course. I mean, this is this is really it's speaking truth. It doesn't yeah. mean that we practice it perfectly, right? We don't practice any of this perfectly. Nobody does, and so I don't even feel bad about it. No, I don't feel guilty at all. No, but I'm going to speak the truth with passion and conviction because I know I've gotten a taste. And I do it to the degree that I, I do think, it, and think, it does work. I think we're so good at making excuses. Sure, yeah. We're so good at, well, well, you got to go easy. You got to go easy. <laughs> you know, this is, you don't want to come across as judgmental. You, you know, know what's nice? You know what? The Bible says it. And if the Bible says it, it's the truth. It is, it's what should, we should be Man, it's not something to be taken lightly that we're called to be these ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what do you what do you imagine in your head when you th- when you th- hear ambassador of Christ? You're jumping over to another podcast that's on down the road, bro. Huh? We're gonna do one about ambassadors. This ain't. You keep, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, we're just it's just a little segment. Okay. But just tell me what you envision. We, we, that, just because we're talking about now doesn't mean we'll, yeah. Okay. But but what you envision, like, how, okay, okay, we won't get, because this really. It's a lot. It's deep. a big I'm, subject I'm, that I'm I can't wait this. to discuss. And Carrie's, Carrie, 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 man, trail. Carrie from church is going to get mad at us about rabbit, rabbit trail trailing. here. But it's a Here's, good rabbit trail. I'm going to circle back around now on that, on our subject here. Here's what's nice about about uh, you know how how are we encouraging people to be convicted are we coming too hard or or some might even say too soft who knows but the the cool part is henry is god's gonna approach each person he's gonna approach you where you are me where i am no matter what you are and i say god's gonna approach the heart of the person who's who's in 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 question here who's hearing any of this and if we're coming too hard but he's still gonna approach him he is the boss we are not the boss He's the boss, and he comes perfectly to each one of us. And I always feel comforted that if our words aren't perfect, God is. Oh, yeah. No, and I no, love no. that he will approach them and convict their heart. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about or, that. Or, I'm, I'm just clarifying so that people know we're not saying sure, you know, yeah. this and that. I just like that yeah. there's a fail-safe. It's yes. called God for Absolutely. you and I. Yeah. But, but understanding how understanding the the changes the way that we can alter our surroundings mm-hmm. even under the last second point, and I have to wonder think going back to Stephen and him preaching that that gospel you know Stephen wasn't one of the big 
wasn't one of the big, you know, the Big 12. You know, he wasn't one of that. To me, he wasn't that big till he died. Until he died. The How first he handled himself in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Lived on through eternity because he was not making it about him. He didn't seem to be afraid or stressed out or chaotic when they were about to kill him. He was in the word. He was in the Lord. Yeah. He was with God. He was going to speak the truth no matter what. And through and for the glory of God, and for the for the for the, I mean, you talk about the ultimate courage under fire because mm-hmm. fire is all around us. It is. It is. It is. I mean, I like to think that. In my mind, it's never been worse. The world's never been in a worse state. But mm-hmm. if you go back and you ask the Christians, uh, you know, back in the Roman era, well, they might beg to differ as they're getting crucified on yeah. lamp posts and lit on fire to to or keep the street lights going. Tell that to Noah. Well, no, no, it was doing all right. It was everybody else. That was, That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. never been worse. The entire world was right. bad. So, so it is. No, it was the yeah, only no. man of you know God. You know, we like to, we like to, we have those. Wow, Jesus, come quickly and yeah, all those things. come now. But you know, man, if we're if we're too if we're not careful to to keep from being just focused on that mentality, that's just the kind of I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of this world. I'm tired of this and that. Tired God has us here. God has us here in these moments, in this specific time of eternity, in the lives of the specific people that he's chosen for us to be involved in for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's because of what will be done for us. By other people and other times that's because and I would say most of the time it's because of how he wants us to touch the lives of those around us mm-hmm. to fulfill the great commission as a Christian you're supposed to be giving all the time but how do we you know how do we but you're also receiving from your brothers yeah. and sisters you should be receiving too I guess both at the same time really giving and receiving I know, and again, staying away from the legalistic, but I think about, I have these thoughts sometimes. Whatever I'm doing in that moment, would I be satisfied? Would I be good with if Christ came back right now or if I died right now? That being the last thing that I I did on this planet. Mm -hmm. So you would have peace? So... Well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Then that's that's kind of my, am I good with? Am I at such a point in my walk that even if you're watching the show, you watch the show again. I'm not saying no, we can't go out and do leisurely things, right? But I also want to avoid from saying going out and doing fun things because preaching the gospel is fun. I love it. Nothing is more fun than seeing someone being converted to God, right, and saved from hellfire, hmm. right. So I hate when people say, well, yeah, yeah, you can't, you know, Christians get to have fun too. No, being a Christian is fun. Walking in peace, Gabe, what's more, what's more fun than walking in peace? Hardly anything. 
I love the feeling. Every every now and then I have full peace and I don't have anything on my mind because everything in my life seems settled and right. But it's not very often. And, and I don't get to feel that very often. I have peace on a certain level, but it's rare that nothing yeah. is on my mind. I, yeah. I Every now and then it's, it's, you know, it's usually when I'm looking at the sky if it's going to happen, I'm, I'm usually looking at this guy and I just feel free. Um, I went but there. to be able to, I'm sorry, you were, were done talking to it. Shortly after, you know, the moment that yeah. my divorce was declared to by the judge, I did. I It was a very, very tough uh, marriage in many ways. And uh, I did. I went outside after that and I... I did look up at this guy, and I I felt a sense of freedom, and uh, you know those those moments where you just feel free, and peace at peace, at with at, you know no odds anywhere, just no chaos, just at peace. So those are peace at the end of the storm. Those are examples of peace at the end of the storm. What if you could carry that through the storm? I mean, isn't the idea to be able to carry to walk in that in that mm-hmm. peace and the peace of God. Now that doesn't mean things are peaceful around you. That doesn't mean that you don't get stressed out at times, this and that. But you whip it back into shape. That you keep it more in gear. You know, I, I was getting. I got up this morning and I've been stressed out the last few days. Or yesterday was a stress, especially stressful day. And I am thinking about the Lord. You know, I had that moment yesterday where I was thinking about be still and, and that, mm-hmm. or maybe it was Sunday. Um, but I, I, it's funny, dude, I got up this morning and I, yeah, I have my pants laying on the dresser and I have my knife, my wallet, my bottle opener, which I use for a fidget spinner, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'll have it all laid out on the, on the dresser every night. So it's ready for me in the morning. So I'm getting up and I'm doing all that and I'm pulling on my boots and I just feel like I'm strapping up. Like I have the opportunity to strap up for the day. Mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to stand in the gap. I have the opportunity to be a strong ambassador. I have the opportunity to represent God well. I have the opportunity to bring people peace around me. I have the opportunity to bring people joy around me. I have the opportunity to show people forgiveness. I have the opportunity to show people love. Yeah. I have the opportunity to go out and be a warrior. And I felt like I was strapping up. Mm -hmm. You know, it was cool. It was cool. And we have the opportunities to to break the chaos around us, to to be chaos breakers. Do we do it every time? Again, we're going to fail, but we get back up, right? Mm-hmm. That's what warriors do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you can tell me if I'm all wrong, but tell me what your thoughts are. I don't think you're wrong about it at all. Yeah. I like it. I'm just thinking on that. I and I because for a second there I was like you mean like getting ready to go to work but then yeah, I realized getting you, ready to go to work. but you're talking about 
as you were doing it, meta, also not metaphorically, but just in spirit, you're going. I'm getting ready I to just go out. Felt like, yeah, yeah. It, it might be cheesy '80s film, you know, <laughs> but hazy background and the '80s Rambo soundtrack going. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You know, I, but that's just what I felt. And I hope Miles doesn't make some cheesy gif and put it on the Facebook page. I hope he will. do. I hope he, he do. He probably will. I'm kind of scared now. But I have delete powers on the page. It'll be all right. Cheesy's where it's at. That's where it's at. As long as it's real. But I did. And it felt, it was so cool. And, and I just, man, I just thought, I'm going to walk with courage, with might, with the power of God. What about this? Be. What about this? We got to, I want to try to leave leave whoever hears this with some kind of sense of how to do that and I know we, we say I mean we know we read the Bible that takes a lot of time but I, and we serve right the equation is going to be always service right the, the, the balance of it is either you're selfish or you're selfless and the selfish side is not going to lead to peace it never leads to peace so as Christians, we serve, we give of our time, we 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 um, spend time in the Word. But how would you? How would you? What would be your number one thing you would say? Hey, here's here's what it takes. Just if you're not doing anything, and you, if you're a total nervous wreck, where would you say someone should start? And, and who's a Christian? Where should they? Where would you say that that person should start? If you had to throw something out there, what would you give them? To start with what? To start to step toward peace and trust and faith. I mean, pray. I'm, I don't know if I'm knowing where you're going with this. I mean, prayer, service. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for a person to have peace, it it's all cliche. This whole subject is cliche. But it's like if they were going to say, I want to take some away. I need to to go start doing this tomorrow or today if it's you know in the morning when they hear this what would you what would you throw out them to say you need to do you, you someone is in front of you right now and says Henry I don't have peace in my life I'm scared I'm scared to die gum death and my life I don't know if I even want to do this anymore I'm scared well, and I'm I tired of the fear and I've been living in fear forever yeah. huh Humility and submission. So a guy's yeah. telling you, he, he, I want to die. You're going to say humility to him? Is that... that yeah, humble yourself before the Lord. You know? Humble yeah, yourself. absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, mind your... I know that's an interesting and a tough one, but I'm, I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, what would... What, what, where would be step one? You do need to be humble. Hmm. You do need to recognize how small you really are, but how, how your value in him with God, your value is mm-hmm. great. I guess it's just discipline. Is just discipline you bear? Well, I wouldn't tell a suicidal person discipline yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know how well that go over because I don't think you're at a state of mind. I think, to me, understanding. I mean, yeah, Kyle, like you said really understanding your insignificance and that it's okay mm-hmm. to be insignificant 
but you have to understand your insignificance before you can fully appreciate God's significance. Yeah, right. Yeah. That we're covered by, mm-hmm. you know, by the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That then give us gives us the might. You know, you think about the Lord's Prayer. I think that's in Matthew, but I want to look that up. Let me see here. I mean, we quote it in church every... Okay, we quote it in church every Sunday. I actually do okay. now. Okay. Okay. What are you looking for in it? So it says, but think about it. If you start this, because you think about as the prayer, it's how Jesus taught us to pray. Yeah. Our Father who are in, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. We're showing honor and reverence to God before mm-hmm. we, at the beginning of the day. Give us this day our daily bread on earth as it is in heaven. We're praying for for. Our, our needs to be met. Mm-hmm. Wait. Let me see, when you don't say it straight our through, Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, done on earth as it is, as it is in, heaven. in heaven. So you pray, so I skipped that part. Day, yeah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So you're praying for, for God's will, God's kingdom to be done. Give us this day, you're praying for our needs to be met. Our daily bread, and lead us not into, 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 lead us not into temptation, Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm gonna look it up. But deliver breaking it up, breaking it up. Hold on. Did you say the part about that? Prepare us a table before me in the presence of my enemies. No, that ain't part of the Lord's prayer. Is that not it? That's Psalm 23. Yeah. Is that not in the Lord's prayer? prayer? No. Forgive us our debtors as we forgive those. We're off the rails. Woo. We're off. This is what happens when we forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Yeah. Okay. Thou, if thou preparest a table and for me in the presence pray, of my enemies oh, and it's there, yeah, I'm going yeah. to get you. Okay. Well, you're about to be embarrassed. That's fine with me. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen, uh, be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who is in secret will reward you. Our Father, there's some other stuff, but our pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so nothing about being at the table. That that was Psalm twenty three, <laughs> but and it talks about forgiving others. It, it really is, really is pre- preparing us, preparing us for the day. Don't lead me into temptation. Deliver me from evil. Forgive me my trespasses, as I forgive those who trespass against me. Yeah, basically, do the Lord's you prayer. Pray, do the Lord's prayer and let the, the peace come the on day. you. And let yeah. Let the peace come on you. Yeah. I mean, if you start out, and this is the prayer that it's so, I mean, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the Lord's <laughs> Prayer. Man, this is the one Jesus said to pray. She's like, let me simplify it for you. When you pray, pray then like this. Yeah. And there's there's the model. Prepare yourself for the day. Prepare for battle. To go out, because we're going into war. We're going into war every day. And how we prepare ourselves the day before, and the week before, and the morning before, the armor of God, the armor of God, is gonna is gonna have a lot to do with the chaos around us. Yeah, I want to be able to walk in the peace of God 
and to be a blessing to those around me because of it in the middle of the daggum storm. This storm does not dictate. We have a storm around us. It doesn't get to dictate. God is the great and loving and benevolent dictator who we're honored to bow our knee before and serve because Mm -hmm. he is loving. He is love. He cares for us. He knows what we need. Trust in that. Yeah. Don't walk. We walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. Also in Second Corinthians I love that one. one. Yeah. That's the other one that was also in the same chapter. But anyway. Okay. Well, let's close this up uh, uh, real quick. Please go, uh, if you haven't already liked our Facebook page, do that. Like and rate us on iTunes, on 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 Spotify, on whatever platform it is, Podbean, whatever it is you listen to. Like and rate us on there. Please share. Share with your friends. Help us get the word out. And we're always glad to hear any suggestions on our Facebook page. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. God, thank you for the courage, for the opportunity for us to stand encouraged before you, to stand encouraged as your ambassadors, God, to represent. Please help us to represent you well with every step we take, Father with every day that goes by because we know that they are few and they are numbered. Lord, we love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. Big Red's a treat. It's a delicacy.